0: To speak up, I'm wearing a toe. Oh. Smash. Shh, get Shh,
1: it's started. Shh, it's starting. I knew you were going to do that. It's time to grab a snack, pull up a chair and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers and with me as always is my lovely co-host Tina Haritanis. Hello. No Nick Owen, as we announced last it's time.
0: deserted us.
1: That nonsense across the pond. Yep. Um, he's uh, in the Big Apple right now, I believe, cruising New York City, um, and we took a week off last week because, yeah, we just need to break, I think. You yeah. were sick, I was still recovering from surgery, as we mentioned last time, so, it was like, you know what, we'll take one week off, we'll mourn his loss. I
0: mourn his loss. <laughs>
1: and, uh, and get back to it. Uh, also, I hadn't been to the cinemas, <laughs> and I've still been to the cinemas since that last episode.
0: Yeah.
1: But we've got a few things to talk about, um... And we found a an interesting way to celebrate our first episode as a, just the two of us, which we'll get into a little bit later. Yep. You had an unpleasant afternoon, I think.
0: Oh, it wasn't unpleasant. It was just like cringy.
1: Yeah. We'll get into it a little bit later. Um, how have you been?
0: Uh, you know exactly how I've been, but I'll elaborate for the show. Um, yes. <laughs> I have been overcoming my cold, so all I've really got is a cough left, so mm-hmm. I apologise if listeners are grossed out by my cough and I am officially today on school holidays so that is good doesn't mean I won't be back at the school to do uh, production rehearsals but at least I know in my mind that I'm on holidays so that's always good how have you been James just the same I think I've asked you that question on the show
1: there's a first for everything I guess um yeah just Watching lots of movies, still behind on my list, but cl- slowly closing in. I'm at 177 now, so I think today's 182, so I've still got a little ways to go, but that's okay. Yeah. Loki is currently trying to rearrange the couch, because we decided not to record at the table today. I'm just checking the battery. Cool. Um, let's hit some news. I have a lot of news, actually, because okay. um, we haven't recorded in two weeks. So, oh, did we talk about the Watchmen miniseries last time?
0: Oh, I cannot remember. I think, I we, think did. we did.
1: I think we did. Yeah. Okay, cool. We can cross that off straight away. Um, this is big news, not just in kind of comic book film world and everything else, but just in general. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis retired. Did he? Yeah, he's done. He's got really? One, I think he's got one more picture and he's done.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Um, That's so funny because I was showing my um, Year 12s a clip of Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood and I showed mm-hmm. them the I drink your milkshake
1: so good. scene.
0: I drink it up.
1: <laughs> um, that being said, he did retire like 20 years ago like to become a cobbler of all Uh, things and then he came back so i reckon he'll like he's retired like
0: the shoe business
1: i guess he's like hey that's shoe business (laughs) (laughs) um i imagine what we'll probably find is he'll take some time off and he'll give us like one last great performance at some point as an older an older man Mm. um but that's cool great
0: actor fantastic actor he's method
1: Mm. um, the rest, I believe, is all comic book news basically, except for one. Um, the Han Solo movie is being filmed at the moment. Nice. Uh yeah, the directors were these two guys, uh, Lord and Miller, I can't remember their first names. I think it's Chris Lord and something Miller. Mm.
0: I didn't Santa do it. Miller?
1: No, it wasn't her. Um who they Where's
0: she now? I don't know. <laughs> um
1: they were the guys who did the Lego movie.
0: Oh, okay. So they cool. were
1: directing um the... <clears throat> they were directing the Han Solo movie. Last week, a week before, they were fired.
0: Oh, really? They were fired like
1: fired mid-production. Um, I think because they were probably making it too jokey. Like they haven't really kind of revealed the reason why. Um, but because I think because they tend to do a lot of improv and be like, yeah, let's just mess around, have some fun, and like,
0: was it it wasting time and resources? No, I
1: think it was kind of going away from the scripts. Like it's written by Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote obviously most of the Star Wars films, uh, especially uh, *Empire Strikes Back*. And he's very much like, stick to the script, like, do my script. Um, And also, like, the producer, uh, so the head of uh, Luke's film, Kathleen Kennedy as well, was kind of like, stick to the script. So even though nothing's been Mm. kind of announced as to what the reason was, a lot of people are speculating that. The good news is that they were meant to do the Flash film originally, and they left the Flash film to do this, so maybe they'll end up being the directors of the Flash film again. Okay. Um, And he's been replaced by Ron Howard.
0: Ah, so that's what all those uh, jokes and memes are.
1: So Ron Howard is now directing Hustle, moment. which I don't yeah. think is a bad thing. Like, no, I don't think so. Like, he's a good director, and he's also, um, is friends with George Lucas, like, they worked together on American Graffiti yeah. back in the day, so... um it's
0: happy days, hope yours are
1: mine. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, what else do we have? Spider-Man news. because um, I think we spoke last time about how Tom Hardy's going to be Venom in his own movie. Okay. Um, they're doing a bunch of spinoffs from Spider-Man they're doing like a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie they're doing a Venom movie and they're doing someone else as well which I can't remember but they're doing a bunch of spinoffs anyway Spider-Man's going to be in all of them uh, they've confirmed and the villain of the Venom film is going to be Carnage which is pretty cool Cool. Carnage is of course the kind of redneck version of Venom who's like a serial killer with the symbiote suit so that's kind of cool Um, and then the last bit of news I have is all Batman news so, we're not going to see another version of Batman vs. Superman. We're not going to see another big spectacle movie. The director's come out and said that this Batman movie is going to be a noir detective story.
0: Oh, okay. Which is
1: what we need for yes. a Batman movie because that's what he is. He's the world's greatest yeah. detective. Um, he's come out and said it, goes, yeah, it's going to be a noir detective story. We're going over it now and it's going to be probably a little bit smaller and a little bit more gritty, which is cool. This is the right mm. direction. Mm. Uh, there's also been some rumours that the three villains in the film are going to be... The main deal is going to be Black Mask, who's like a gangster, who we saw in Gotham, I believe. Um, and Scarecrow. Um, yep. Hopefully a little bit more comic book-like as opposed to the one we saw in the Nolan films, who was great, but we might get to see a little bit more kind of... A bit more of a Halloween-y vibe to him, yeah. maybe. Um, and then the Joker is rumored to appear as well. So, oh, okay, yep. Which is cool, because we haven't really seen that version of the Joker up against no. Batman for more than a few minutes in Suicide Squad. And I know a lot of people didn't like him, but I was just like, we didn't really see much of him. Like, yeah. give him a chance to go up against Affleck. That's all the news I got, man. That is the news. Um, Should we go into reviews?
0: Absolutely.
1: So, we're not going to review the movie we watched for tonight. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Have you watched anything to review?
0: Yes, I have. Oh, nice. I have watched Braveheart.
1: Oh, you did. You watched Braveheart. I
0: watched Braveheart. Um, Did I finish it?
1: When I came in the second time, because I came in once we were halfway through it, Next time, you had 40 minutes to go.
0: I think. I can't remember the ending. I'm pretty sure I did finish it.
1: So, it's, it's a long movie, huh?
0: It is a really long movie. I had to watch it in multiple sittings. Because, yeah, it was really long. It was good. Um, it wasn't great. But it was, it was okay. It was mm. okay. Um. I think uh the problem that I had with it was that I knew going into the film because I'm super interested in like uh Scottish history and William Wallace and like the the fights with the English and stuff like that and so I knew going into it that it was very factually wrong and so that kind of like pulled me out a little sorry hiccup uh pulled me out a little bit because I was like well how do we know that that happened? We don't. It's probably Mel Gibson making stuff up, <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and like the whole, um, the whole, uh, what's it called again? Prima Nocta yeah. is made up. Like that's not a real thing that happened in medieval times. It was made up. It was a term that was made up in the Victorian era to make the medieval times look more barbaric okay. than they actually were. Yeah. Sort of thing because apparently like if you look at the the Latin terms prim like nocta isn't it a word or something like that? Well, it's yeah. Noctis. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Sort of thing like that. So um So yeah, and because basically, I mean like spoilers if you haven't seen Braveheart, like the movie came out what like 30 years ago?
1: Uh pretty close actually, yeah. <laughs>
0: <coughs> so, I think I'm allowed to give spoilers away.
1: Yeah,
0: go for it. Um but basically like uh the whole premise of the war on the English is like um, it, it's not the the cause of it isn't the Prima Nocta but the Prima Nocta is like the straw that breaks the camel's back because obviously like English has been treating the Scottish like shit for like hundreds of years before this happened mm. and then they were like oh let's reinstate Prima nocta so that like we can just fuck all the women Um, and then that's like, no, you're not allowed to, and that's what causes the war.
1: Yeah, that seems a little bit strange, probably a little bit,
0: um,
1: not quite factual.
0: Yeah, and, um, uh, but I did find myself getting really into it, like there's this, the last battle that they have, um. Is that the
1: one where they flash their bums?
0: No, that's the first battle that they have. Oh, okay. And they flash their dicks as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you see it, it's funny. (laughs) um they are not painted blue
1: because you know their
0: faces are painted blue yeah Yeah. um and um like because like they 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 um the english get the support of the irish to fight william wallace but the irish are like you know "Yeah, yeah yeah sure 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 we'll we'll help you and then behind the scenes they're like fuck that shit like you treat us like crap because obviously Ireland and England have had a lot of issues. Yeah. And so they actually end up supporting the Scots. Mm. And then, like, um, they have these other two Scottish clans, and they're like, oh, you know, you got to help, you've got to help. And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, dude, if you don't help, they're just going to kill us all. Like, eventually, like, we have to fight up and stand against, up, up against the British, the English. And they're like, yeah, okay, I guess. And then they get to the fight, and then the freaking... Um, other clans, like, bail out at the last minute. Mm. And he had this whole thing planned, and then he was like, he gave the signal for the other clans to come in and help, and they just turned around and fucking rode away. And I was (laughs) like, you dicks, oh my god, you freaking sold out, because they sold out for, like, more land, Mm. sort of thing like that. I think I did watch the end of it, because then, yeah, he, like, gets... I don't know, the last thing I remember is, um him being injured and then going on a horse or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. No, it was It was good. Um, I was a little bit like Mel Gibson with a Scottish accent. He he.
1: How slipped is it? a
0: couple of times. Because
1: in Lethal Weapon, it's terrible. Like I remember yeah. like the first time I watched Lethal I'm like, this is amazing. And Mel Gibson is great in it. And then I watched it a few years later, and I was like, oh, he cannot hold down an American accent mm. for more than, like, three seconds at a time. Mm. Like, it's very obvious.
0: It was like... He he definitely wasn't Highlander Scottish. Mm. It was just kind of like, I'm doing a Scottish accent.
1: Yeah.
0: I speak, like, a Scottish now. Yeah. And you're just like, oh... Are you, are you Scottish? I can't tell. Um, But, yeah, like, there's the scenes where, like, you know, he... ...bashes the shit out of people is pretty good. Mm. Um, and, like, um, I think the problem... The only real problem with it, other than, the like, the factual evidence, is that um, for the first... Oh, I feel like saying half, but I think it's less than half. I think maybe the first hour and a half of
1: the movie... That's about half.
0: <laughs> no, it's not, James.
1: Because
0: <laughs> it's that long. No, maybe the first hour of the movie, the action is... Few and far between
1: Mm.
0: Sort of thing Um Also there's a lot of goofs In the movie There's a lot of mistakes And I Like apparently like like, You can see people Wearing wristwatches In the battle scenes And Mm. runners And stuff like that I was trying to look for it I couldn't find it But I did find In um the scene where the prince, who's like this weedy little shithead, mm. um, he can see his microphone pack.
1: Uh, I always hate. Yeah. I always hate it when you can see the boom mic.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a really
1: annoying. like, guys, just get someone stronger. Mm. Like if they can't hold it, <coughs> or you have to just like fix it to a table. Or just
0: like shoot it again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like mic in shot. Okay, shoot it again. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So, yeah, so it, it wasn't bad. I mm. definitely don't have to see it for a while. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't amazing. And, like, his inspirational speech, like, you know, like, when he's like, they may take our lands, but they'll never take our freedom. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, that's pretty much the speech. Yeah. Like, the speech doesn't last very long. It's literally like, oh, these English fuckers, they think they can come in. Yeah. they may take our land oh, they a... can, it's like literally like that and that's about it <laughs> and you're just like oh and like because before that before he gave the speech they're like nah fuck it we're going home and then he does his three line speech and they're like oh okay yeah, yeah. we'll fight now
1: yeah
0: um, so yeah but I tell you what like it, it is iconic and it is classic like there's bits where you're just like yes mm. like good on him for like just Punching his head in and all this sort of stuff like that.
1: So uh, what would you rate it then?
0: Um, I think I'm going to give it, uh, out of bums flapping in the wind with kilts surrounding them, mm. I'm going to give it six bums.
1: Six Scottish bums.
0: Six Scottish bums. As
1: good as Alien, you would say.
0: Uh, yeah, as good <laughs> as Alien, that's right.
1: Um, you actually watched another film as well, I remember, <coughs> I watched it with you. Uh, you watched Best in Show.
0: I did. I did watch Best in Show. Um I really liked it. Yeah, it's really Yeah, I really liked it. I was (laughs) just like I think because we're dog parents, yeah. I think that certainly helps. I Mm. think if we didn't have dogs, we'd be like we wouldn't um it wouldn't appeal to us as much Mm. sort of thing.
1: Well I like um a lot of Christopher Guest movies already, so Yeah. Um but yeah, it's, it's so funny.
0: Yeah, I, um, I really like the, the freaking, like...
1: The hoity-toity couple?
0: Yeah, who are like, where's Bumblebee?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> and I really like, um, uh, the, the redneck guy.
1: Yeah.
0: The redneck I can name all good. kind of nuts. Yeah. Pistachio <laughs> <Pestachio> nuts, <laughs> walnut,
1: Brazil peanut. Nut, when I, I say Brazil nuts, nut. we're like, shut up, stop naming nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um and then there's this, then there's like there's Stifler's mom. Oh yeah, which is Sophie's back.
1: Yeah, the um. And
0: then there's also the other guy from American Pie. The
1: oh yeah, Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah. American Pie, uh, and he's like, basically whore wife.
0: Yeah,
1: i like, feel conscious... so, so... Oh. One of my favorite moments in that movie is with the stars Like, he's like, I was a bit of Casanova myself, and it cuts is off. You... He's got like a ball haircut. Cran- crossed eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like... <laughs> they're like, he's got two left feet. And I actually do have two yeah, left
0: feet. Yeah, two left
1: feet. And also one of the bits that's really great is... Um, Fred Willard doing the com- commentary at the end. Yeah,
0: he's good. He's really good. so
1: funny. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid.
0: I like how a lot of the movie is, like, improv.
1: Well, it's all basically improv. That's yeah. the thing with Christopher Guest. Like, they kind of come up with an idea for a movie and they just spend so much time doing character work and just start, like, kind of working on, like, how the characters would be, and, like, they start from a couple of beats, they so just kind of, like, go in, have the conversation, so you get, like, those weird dog songs, yeah, um, oh, it's, it's so good, and there's so many, like, great people in there that you kind of forget about, sometimes you're like, oh my god, they're in that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. amount of times like, ah, oh, it's that guy, that's it's that guy, a lot of Seinfeld people were in it, yeah, absolutely, um, that's, a, that's a, an old one, now. I don't mean, know, he's, like, 17 years old now, but...
0: Is it really?
1: It came two thousand. Wow.
0: Um,
1: okay.
0: Um. Yeah. No. I um. I kind of wish that um. Who who is what is the name of Sophie?
1: Oh, it's um Gen- Jennifer Coolidge.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish that she had a bit more, like dialogue. Yeah, I really feel like Jane Lynch like sort of overtook all of those scenes. Mm. So I would have liked to have seen a bit more from her. Well, Jane
1: Lynch is good though.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, Jane Lynch was. She's she's very good. She was yeah, good in that, she's that as a well. little funny, that like, yeah. Um, I um, I um, I feel like. Oh, I just feel, oh, I just don't like the wife and the husband and the wife, and it's just like... Oh, the
1: braces? Oh, no, no. No, no, no,
0: the, the one who's oh, like, but... everybody's like, oh, I like, don't remember cookie. you, yeah, yeah Cookie, cookie. Yeah. and I'm just like, oh, I feel so bad for that husband.
1: Yeah, Eugene Levy's great, like, he's in all of them, I think, mm. he's in, um, he's definitely, actually, they play a couple in A Mighty Wind as well, which is all about this folk music festival. Oh, okay. And it's about, like, a few bands who are, like, big folk bands in the 70s or 80s, and then the movement kind of went away. And now they want to celebrate the anniversary of them. So they're throwing this big folk festival. And the guy who's like, owns the hall, is like, you know, it's always a challenge to these events. It will be a really big challenge for me because I don't particularly like folk music. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and yeah, they play a couple again, but then they like broke up and they had like the best love song of all time. Like, and, and they would always like kiss when they performed. So when they were invited back, they're like, oh, are they going to show up? Mm. What are they going to do? Are they going to kiss? Like all this sort of stuff. Uh, it's a really like wonderful movie as well. Probably mm. not as funny as Best in Show, but um, still really good. And then Waiting for Guffman's quite good as well, um, which is all about like this community playhouse who think a big New York review is going to come and like make them stars. Oh,
0: is that the one that's the Simpsons thing? What was the Simpsons with thing? the with the little with the guy who like reviews movies the little oh, the guy? critic, yeah.
1: It's not quite like that. Okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> and the woman with the bracelet, the the. Yeah. Know, like the bumblebee lady she plays like an employee from Dairy Queen
0: oh, okay, yeah. and like
1: she's just like well if it doesn't work I've always got the DQ like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's amazing like they're all good um yeah best in show great movie mm. how many bumblebees would you give it <laughs> how
0: many bumblebees um I'm gonna give it seven and a half bumblebees
1: yeah that's a pretty fast way. I'd probably mm. give it an eight I yeah mind. I was thinking
0: eight and then I was like yeah I think I'll go seven and a half <laughs>
1: <clears throat> um, I watched a couple of movies as well.
0: What did In fact, you watch? since
1: the last time we spoke, I've watched...
0: Tell us. Enlighten us.
1: I think since the last time we spoke, I've watched like 15 movies, so I won't go- Oh my god! So I won't go through all of them. Um, I'll talk about...
0: Um,
1: three that I watched. Uh, the first one I watched was Up. Ah oh, no, yes. Um, actually, I was... Yeah, oh, we'll talk about Up, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd never seen it before. I'd seen the first <coughs> 10 minutes and I So I... Was,
0: I- I have not seen the second half of I that. won't
1: spoil it, it's yeah. alright, I won't spoil it. But um, I don't see send the first 10 minutes for the longest time, I was like this is really sad, I'm going to have to wait and watch this another time. And then a couple of weeks ago I had a day off, I was like, you know I'm just going to watch a bunch of Pixar films, Like, I only had a few that I hadn't seen, so I'm going to try and blitz through most of them. Um, and I started with Up, and it's brilliant, like it's so mm. good, like it immediately shot up to like, one of my favourite movies, Like, it's just yeah. so well done, the voice, act, voice performances are great, the story is wonderful. I cried basically the entire film because, like, yeah. there's always stuff going on. hmm Even, like, heartwarming moments. Um, I don't know how much I can say without spoiling an eight-year-old movie, but, uh, I don't want to spoil the ending for you. Um, it's just, like, a really good adventure film. It's really, like, the story... You might
0: as well. I don't mind. No,
1: that's okay, because we'll wa- you'll watch it at some point, mm. or I'll watch it again because I really liked it. Um, it's just a really good adventure film and, like, the characters are really well developed. has a talking dog in it, which is always fun. Yeah <laughs> Um, I love you
0: you are my prisoner
1: <laughs> you are my master I love you mm. um, oh my god that dog makes you cry at the end as well uh, not for sad not for sad reason yeah. for a happy reason um, it's yeah it's just really great so I would give it
0: how many bottle, grape soda bottle caps are you going to give worry, it
1: that's so sad um, I would give it uh, nine grape soda bottle yeah. caps yeah
0: that opening scene even just thinking about it now is making my eyes it's so it beautifully done so yeah Heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh my god, it's so heartbreaking. Just the bit where she finds out she can't have kids. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. They put it in a kids movie. Uh, um,
0: uh, and I won't review
1: it, but I, amongst the Pixar films, I was watched Brave, which is excellent.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I watched that on the plane back from America. Mm. What was it to America? I think it was back from. America. I think it was
1: on the way back because you watched that and I watched Tangled. Yeah. I love Tangled as well. <clears throat>
0: You've got to change your fate.
1: Yeah, um, so good. you liked it. Yeah, I really liked mm.
0: it. Um,
1: what did you like about it? Just everything. I just thought like, it was a really cool, different story. Like, yeah. It. I mean, I know a lot of these princess stories are about them trying to not be princesses or whatever, but I know she seemed way more proactive, and also she was the cause of all the problems. Yeah. Like she caused, like, because it wasn't like there was no villain really, except for no. like the bear. Mm. Um. But um. <coughs> It was more like a coming of age story and like learning to kind of mm. compromise and stuff. But I like
0: how she had to learn how to work with her mum as yeah. well. Like because in a lot of the Disney princess stories, either the mum has died and isn't mm. there. Or the mum's like, a wonderful, supportive person. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um,
1: no, I really liked it. But anyway, that's the one I'm going to review. The next one I'm going to review is a movie called The Way Way Back. Well, how many,
0: how many um, things are you going to give out of?
1: I'm not reviewing it. Oh, okay. I said I wasn't reviewing it. Um, the next movie I watched was a movie called The Way Way Back.
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard of that
1: one. It came out about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars Steve Carell. Yep. Uh, Tony Collette. Um, oh my god. Is Heated.
0: that the... Oh, I've seen a clip of this. I've seen a clip of this because they were watching it for media.
1: Mm.
0: And, oh, they were like getting angry while playing Monopoly or something. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um... Uh, Sam Rockwell who I love like Sam Rockwell's one of those actors who I really like and I always forget about him and then whenever I see him in I'm like this guy's fantastic why do I keep forgetting met mm. Sam Rockwell um, I don't remember the name of the boy um, and then Anna Sophia Robb who I'd never seen anything before I just assumed she was one of these like kind of tween actresses that kind of blew up around the Dakota Fanning era or whatever yeah. but she's actually really good in it um, so it's basically the story about this family um, or this mother and son and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's daughter and they go away to like this beachside um, kind of uh, town to mm. go on holiday and he doesn't like the boyfriend uh, and the daughter doesn't like him and the father, the boyfriend doesn't really like him either. Like it's kind of like a real mm. kind of awkward family situation um, and he's kind of a bit different um, like he doesn't look kind of fit in with kids the way like he, he's just like an awkward kid or whatever uh, and Steve Carell plays like the biggest jerk in the world like it's mm. such a different role for yeah. him. Like, you've seen him be Michael Scott, but it's beyond that. He's just, like, a jerk. Mm. Like, he's just so cruel to this kid. Like, the opening scene of the film, he's like, you know, what would you what would you rate yourself out of ten? Like, mm. you know, and the kid's like, ah, oh, do we have to do this? He's like, yeah, just, you know, what would you rate yourself? I was like, I don't know, like a six? He's like, a six, huh? I'd probably give you a three. Mm. And, like, that sets the tone for his character and stuff. Mm. And so the story kind of evolves and he kind of, the kid kind of rides away and finds this water park and sneaks in and that's where he meets Sam Rockwell who's like the owner of the water park one of the employees of the water park um, and he kind of develops this friendship with this adult man and I remember when I first saw like oh this is creepy and sinister like this isn't going to end well mm. and it's totally the opposite like it's actually like a really wonderful like adult child friendship that probably isn't very realistic mm. but like it's just so beautifully done and like Maya Rudolphson and she's one of the uh, water park supervisors yeah. and the dean from the uh, Community because yeah. mm-hmm. he actually wrote and directed the film
0: yeah
1: so he wrote and directed it he plays, oh, okay. he plays like an employee and the guy who just has been working forever for he hates it and he like always quits and then ends up mm. coming back whatever and again it's a real kind of story just about kind of like finding out like how you fit in and like you don't have to fit up people's mould you can just kind of blaze your own trail and mm. like people will come to you and that sort of stuff um and it's really, like, it, like, it's another one that made me cry. Like, the end, I was just, like, teared up the whole time because it's really just so beautiful and well mm. done. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's... Yeah, I don't again, I don't want to say too much, which I'm sure is frustrating for people listening. Yeah, listen
0: no, because I do want to watch it. It's
1: fantastic. Like, it's probably shot up one of my favourite films of the year. Yeah. Um, on my list. Um, it's a really good kind of, like, indie drama. I don't know if it was an indie film. kind of felt a bit indie Um, Yeah,
0: no, I would I would classify classify that as indie.
1: So I'll give it, um, let's say, uh, I'll give it eight water slides out of ten.
0: Eight water slides. It's really good. It's
1: fantastic. Uh, And then the last film I watched, uh, I watched just the other day. I finally watched. uh, These are all old movies. Review no new movies this week. Yeah. uh, I watched 12 Angry Men for the first time cool now I'd seen the stage show as yes. you have as well we didn't we saw um, an. I wouldn't say an amateur production like a like a I don't know how you would describe it public... it's
0: a public theatre production public theatre yeah, yeah cool
1: that's the way um, in fact our friends were in it which is why we went and hmm. saw it um, and so I watched and I loved it like even just seeing the play I was like this is a really great story like um, I really dug that but this film is amazing like uh, it's Henry Fonda who plays the the Jury number six the one who kind of is like hang on let's Yeah. I want to vote not guilty and if you don't know the story of 12 Angry Men basically it's set in one room basically the entire time it's about this jury who's witnessed a murder trial case and it seems to be very um, one side on the evidence like a real slam dunk case where they're like we definitely know this kid's guilty we're going to lock him away it's about this African American child mm. or teenager who's killed his father mm. and it just looks like the, all the evidence points to him being the killer and the entire jury is like, this is a cakewalk, we're going to get, get out of here in five minutes, we know what we're going to do, he's guilty, mm. guilty, guilty. And then there's one juror is just like, well, I don't know. Like, mm. you all want to sentence him to death, and I don't know whether... He uh,
0: did it or
1: not. I don't know, like, whether <clears throat> as 12 people who have nothing to do with him, who've just seen the story, can send someone to death, especially that quickly. Like, I think we need to take some time and discuss it. And it just kind of goes on there like it's just all about, it's all conversation and like kind of figuring out evidence and um, looking at it from a different perspective and it's just all dialogue and yeah. and I'll, I'll say this I mean like it's a 60 year old movie at this point like it was made in mm. 1950 uh, sorry yeah 1957 it's black
0: uh, and white isn't it black
1: and white and mm. I've said this about classic films in the past which I know I get in trouble for sometimes but I find a lot of classic films don't necessarily hold up as well as people kind of say they do because back in the day like when they were shooting them they didn't have the, the kind of the cameras and the equipment we have now so the pacing kind of seems off or yeah. like sometimes those old movies I think
0: it's just the style of editing that they had back then
1: yeah I mean that being said there are long takes in this movie Like there mm. are like some really long takes and I loved it but it was just kind of it's one of those things where some of the old films you just sit there and you're like oh we must be like half an hour in and like five minutes have gone by like yeah. some of them just don't pace well this film is an example of one that it does not do like it's so like I, you just get sucked in. Like, mm. and it may have helped that I've seen the show, the stage show before That's as well. True. but even though I knew the ending of the play and I knew how the story goes, I could not stop watching the screen and I was mm. and like it flew by. it like gets mm. so well done. All the actors and I didn't know many of them. I think in fact, I've never seen a Henry Fonda film before mm. and I didn't really know the names of, any of the other guys, but they're all on sort of top of their game. it's so yeah. well done.
0: I always feel like um, Twelve Angry Men is like what's happening behind the scenes of To Kill a Mockingbird? Okay. Like, I really feel like those two movies work together because, like, the K- To Kill a Mockingbird is all about a black man being on trial. Yeah. Sort of thing like that. And so I sort of feel like, you know, even though the stories don't completely match, it's like, you know, they, like, in To Kill a Mockingbird, they go, all right, now the jury go away and talk, and then that's when 12 Angry Men happens, yeah. sort of thing.
1: It, um, yeah, it's so well done. Like, it's, and I think it's in the IMDb top 20 of all time. Okay. So I think in the top twenty of all time, I've only got two to go now, so mm. I think it's good, the bad and the ugly, and maybe the seven samurai or something. So yeah. which are both like three and a half hour long films. So I'll get there. Um, <coughs> but yeah, so well done. Like and holds up like you wouldn't believe. Mm. Just I could watch it again right now. Like it wouldn't even, I'd be totally into it. It's just so well done. The performance is so good. Um, so I'll give twelve Angry Men a sixty year old film.
0: Twelve?
1: Uh, I think. No. 12
0: Angry Men out I'll, of 10? I'll give it
1: 9 Unusual Knives out of 10. Oh,
0: okay. Not 9 Angry Men out of 10? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh okay, I just kept waiting for the bit where he's like, I'll kill him, but you don't mean that, do you? Do you remember like
0: Oh, uh, no.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> I kept waiting for because I remember uh... that from the play in particular. Because I was like right at the interval in the play.
0: Oh, no, I do remember. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It's
1: so good. I mean, of all the films we talked about tonight, I cannot re- recommend this one enough. Like, Go and watch 12 Angry Men. Like... It's so enjoyable. And
0: I recommend to you to go watch um, To Kill a Uh, Mockingbird*.
1: Have you read it? I haven't read or watched it. Oh
0: my god, James, you are missing out. I know. I'll
1: get there. I've got a lot of films to watch still this year, so... As if
0: you went through high school. Like, still at the school, they're still studying. I think maybe maybe it was a year 12 text,
1: and I jumped from English to Literature in my final year, so I think I skipped it. Um, No,
0: a year 12 text... No, it wasn't. Well, I wasn't. Because remember, we did I, Year 12 in the same year.
1: But I wasn't in English in Year 12. I no, a,
0: but I know the yeah, texts that okay. were in English in Year 12. You studied To Kill a Mockingbird in Year 10.
1: Okay, I didn't study it. Mm. I think I studied... I don't know.
0: Crazy, it doesn't matter.
1: Crazy, crazy. Um, how about we do some trailer trash? Yeah! We don't have any trash. No, no. There's our soundboard working overtime. Um,
0: do I get a pay rise?
1: Sure, mm. you can have Nick's pay. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, four trailers this week. I just we watched a bunch of trailers before we sat down to record this. Mm. Um, I just kind of picked a few from the bunch um, and one that you haven't watched. So maybe I'll start with that one, and then we'll go into discussion of the trailers we we'll watched sure. together. Sure. Um, so the Inhumans trailer drops this week. Yeah. Uh, Inhumans is the new Marvel TV show. They're launching the first two episodes as like a feature length, as a movie essentially in IMAX theaters, and then they'll put the rest on TV as per normal. Um, the Inhumans, is kind of, they're kind of <laughs> like the X-Men, for those who don't know, mm. um, but instead of being born with their powers, they're kind of born with the Inhuman gene where they might have powers, but then... Something needs to trigger it? Yeah, there's this thing's called the Terrigan Mists or the Terrigan Mists. It's just kind of this cloud, this storm cloud that comes through every now and then. And um, if they're caught in it, then it activates the Inhuman gene, then their powers emerge. And in the comics, what's interesting is these mists are also lethal to the mutants. So this is kind of like constant struggle between the mutants and the humans in the comics because the mutants are like, look, we need to stop these storms because, you know, they're going to kill us. And then humans are like, yeah, but we need to keep building our people. So there's always kind of like strife between them and stuff. Yeah. Um, when the first images came out a few weeks ago, a few months ago, I guess now, people weren't impressed. The costumes kind of looked more like cosplay. The character Medusa, her wig looked really fake and really bad.
0: Was it snakes?
1: No, she has, um, she has, like, telekinetic hair, I think it is. So she has, oh, okay. This really long red hair. and she can It be- can't
0: be as bad as, like, Livewire's wig, which is literally, like, the worst... Oh, no, sorry. The worst wig is Supergirl's mum's wig.
1: What about, um, the wig in Fantastic Four? The blonde wig? That's- yeah, that's pretty bad. I'll show you the wig, and you tell me. It's pretty bad. Um, and this isn't a review of the trailer yet. We'll get the the woman in purple oh yeah yeah, that's not a good wig that's their giant dog by the way huh um is
0: it giant or is it just closer to the camera no it's giant
1: um it's a giant teleporting dog i
0: was making a joke i like how you jumped
1: on that immediately no it's giant it is it is um i actually think it looks pretty pretty good we have um i'm gonna pronounce his name wrong it's like iwan rayowan the guy who played ramsay in game of thrones
0: I don't know how to pronounce. Ramsey so Bolt, I'm just yeah. Say, yep, that's
1: right. I mean, I think he's, I think it's Welsh, so it's. Uh, okay, yeah. so it's probably, it's probably like Fred. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he plays the villain as well. He's, he plays the character Maximus, so we know he can play villains well. So I'm sure he'll be fantastic in it. Um, Anson Anson Mount, I think his name is, is playing Black Bolt, um, and the rest of the cast I really don't know. But it looks, it looks like it might be alright. Like mm. despite. The first images, some of the stills are kind of cool. Like, they're all living on the moon at the moment. Mm. And then they're like, we should move to Earth. Um, and I think Maximus decides to, like, kind of overthrow their king. Um, and the character who's the king is this guy, Black Bolt. And essentially, he has um, a god-like voice. Like, just by opening his mouth, he can, like, level cities and stuff. Oh, so okay. Like, he's known as the Silent King. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, first trailer, I think, was kind of promising. I'm sure people... <laughs> Oh Luna's angry There you go uh, I'm sure some people Will hate it She um, doesn't like it Yeah she's like Oh no I do not like this I don't want this Silent King um, I think that's the first time We've done the Luna voice On the show
0: Yeah
1: uh, She's still grumpy uh, But yeah Inhumans Looks good I'm going to keep an eye out cool. Hopefully it will Be decent um, The next trailers We watched We watched together So the first one I thought yes. I might pull Is Pitch Perfect 3 Okay <laughs> um, so we saw the first two Pitch Perfect movies I think the first one
0: is... I don't remember the second one what happened in the second one?
1: the second one is when they go back to the competition and then that they, that new girl she was like a DJ or something she wanted to like mix jam songs together and she wanted to write her own lyrics and like she worked with Snoop Dogg or something it wasn't good
0: I must have erased it from my memory. The first
1: one I actually kind of enjoy. Like, I'm not going to say, like, it's a great yeah. movie. I would be like, it's a great movie, but it's fun. Hmm. Um, and, like, it knows, you know, what beats to play. But then the second one is basically, like, a bad copy of the first one.
0: Well, this one looks like another copy of that as well. Because, yeah. I mean, what, what, where can you go with it? You can't go anywhere well, with it. So now, it's now they're going to go
1: to, like, try and be a USO show. And they're competing against real bands. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rebel Wilson was kind of funny in the that trailer. That obesity joke that, was really funny. Because they all had, like... "There's like, I'm calamity. I'm destiny. And she's like, if I joined that, I'd, I'd be obesity. Like, that yeah, was a pretty great line. That
0: was a pretty good um, line. But I feel like
1: that's probably the best line in the film. Um, so, I don't know. I'm not writing enough completely, but...
0: I, I It is one that I will not watch in cinemas, but I'll probably it. watch... On Netflix. On, yes, some sort of internet type thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, unfortunately... I think the biggest problem with the second one is that, like, yeah, like, there was no character development for anyone. Like, they are just like, we're doing the same things. Like, I was sitting there and I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Um, so, and also, it's a world where acapella is cool, apparently. Yeah. Um, so... I'm
0: going to sing it Acapulco.
1: (laughs) I'm sure fans of it will be excited. I wasn't quite on board with it. Uh, next trailer was for a movie called Lucky Logan.
0: Yes. Which actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does.
1: Steven Soderbergh, who directed the Ocean's films, and this kind of looks like Redneck Ocean's Eleven.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: They did the genius idea of casting Channing Tatum and uh, let's say Kylo Ren, yeah. Adam Driver as I don't brothers. Know his real name, Adam, so, Adam Driver. Mm. And they actually do look like brothers. I'm like this is genius. I never would have thought of it until I saw yeah. it on the screen. And essentially, they're trying to they're trying to rob uh, a NASCAR... Yeah,
0: so that he, see, see, okay, so while I was watching the trailer, Mm. I was in my head, I fly on the wall in the Universal Studios, like, room where the guy is pitching the idea. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so there's like this redneck dad, yeah, and he can't see his daughter. And so he tries to steal some money from the NASCAR racing. Yeah. (laughs) And then he gets money to see his daughter. And um, I was just kinda like uh, I believe that I mean I imagine the picture
1: would be like that. it's Soderbergh who's directing and he's like a real kinda of classic director and stuff for the most part. Mm. So um
0: like it looked good. And Daniel But I just don't think the story is very Daniel good. Daniel Craig
1: is like the NASCAR yeah, dad I or think whatever. That's like, really good. It looks I think it looks fun. Like as, <laughs> at the very yeah. least it looks fun. It and does I think that's fun. the problem with a lot of movies at the moment is they're like, we gotta tell serious stories. Yeah, no, Even like that's I think that's one of the biggest problems with the Transformers films. Like, I mean, you might not, I might not go and see them anyway, but all those Transformers was like, it's a serious war between yeah. men and robots. robots from outer
0: space. I said, so this, this
1: is a kids' cartoon. Why didn't you yeah. make it fun? Like, if they made it look fun, I might be more interested in seeing those movies. Mm-hmm. Whereas this looks fun, so I'm down with it.
0: Yeah, no, same here. But I just think the story is a bit, you know, yeah, you're not going to go see Shawshank Redemption.
1: You know, what it is it's Jukes of Hazard meets Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, which is fine. That sounds yeah. like fun to me. Uh, I saved the best to last um jumanji
0: jumanji we just remember the simpsons when the zoo animals go out and Homer's like wait i know how to stop this and he turns around and goes jumanji and nothing happens
1: (laughs) um so i knew there's a remake in the works i don't know if you knew the remaking yeah i knew
0: there was a remake yeah
1: Yeah, and they they announced like we're remaking it with the rock which i think everyone was like good like if you're gonna remake anything we all love the rock in any movie you put the rock in um, and they've changed a little bit, it's not a board game anymore, it's now a, a video, video game, game, and they get sucked into the And the, the video. guy's
0: like, what is this?
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, it was like an Atari, I think, and I guess, oh. but I guess high school, I mean, look, I had a... No, con- they
0: know what an Atari is. Well,
1: they may not, because I was talking to someone the other day, like, one of the girls at work, um, and she's a high school, she's in her final year high school, and I Love Shack was playing, I'm like, don't you did do the B-52s? And she's like, who are they? Yeah. And, like, somewhat, like, the day Bowie died. I think
0: that's more obscure.
1: The, well, the day David Bowie died, I asked another 18-year-old girl. I'm like, man, like, it sucks that Bowie's gone. And she's like, I didn't know who he was until today.
0: Uh, yeah, that's bullshit. Do that's, what I mean? That's bullshit.
1: Like, I think we take it for granted that, like, everyone should know these things. And everyone should know these things. But, yeah. But they don't. So, I buy that he didn't know what an Atari was. Mm-hmm. So, it's a video game instead of a board game, which I'm okay with. Like, they, they want to amp it up a little bit. That's fine. Yeah. And they'll get sucked in the game. They and then what I th- thought was kind of interesting was that they become their avatars. So, like... Yeah.
0: So, so the, the kid actors are literally in the movie for, like, maybe the first 20 minutes. Yeah. And then the rest of it, they're just... They're not in it anymore. Well, that was the same with the first
1: movie. Thing. Like, the little was boy... It? The little boy that got sucked in the game, he was Robin Williams.
0: No, it's because he... No, it's because he... Was in the game for so long, he aged.
1: No, you're absolutely right. But and
0: Robin Wilson was the older version of the little no, boy.
1: and you're right, but that boy wasn't in the movie anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's the same thing; they're just kind yeah, of done a little bit different. And I think because they're trying to make their own thing, and that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. do your own thing. Um, so you have like the nerdy kid as the rock. So you get to see the rock be like not like kind of built to survive anything yeah that's
0: pretty I liked that um, and I then you have Kevin
1: that. Hart like who's the big jock guy plays Kevin Hart can
0: I say though mm. like um and I'm gonna pull that card mm. that is so black tokenism that the black guy is still the black guy in the thing mm. like well, why that... can't his avatar be like an Asian woman
1: or yeah. something yeah I, mean, I, I, I mean I think you're right I mm. think like They were probably like, we can't make him a white guy. And then they were like, well, we can't... Well, you can. I wouldn't do No, no but
0: but I mean, like, like not a white guy, but you can make him not black.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, look, you're right. Um, Well, like,
0: make the teenager kid not black.
1: Well, I think also, like, because the teenager kid was obviously some sort of mixed race. Like, he um, he wasn't a white kid. Yeah. And he became The Rock, who was also of kind of mixed race... Um, And then the redhead girl The redhead nerdy girl Became Karen Gillan Who's just become Like this action star Yeah Suddenly like But I love her I think she's great So I was glad to see her And I like how They put her in Kind of Slightly gratuitous clothing Like video games do Yeah And then she immediately Questions it, Which I was like Okay cool Like I'm glad like They announced it And then the funny I mean like (laughs) It made me laugh And I don't know Whether it's a super funny joke But It it is kind of obvious When the girl becomes Jack Black but yeah. she becomes the curvy scientist. Um, and I haven't seen Jack Blacklight in a live-action film in a long time, so I'm glad he's back. Like,
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think he was in
1: Goosebumps, and I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, but I that's... haven't seen Goosebumps yet. Um, so, it, like, this time, instead of the jungle coming to the modern world, they're stuck in the jungle, which I yeah. guess probably gives them a little bit more to do, maybe? Like, you, they kind of have a little bit more... Yeah, it kind
0: move. of, like, once they got into the jungle, it kind of reminded me of Kong slash Alien slash that sort of thing
1: yeah yeah um so I I mean I think it looks good I think it's it definitely warrants another trailer at least I'm not going to write this one off the way I wrote off Pitch Perfect 3 yeah um I don't know if you have any other trailers you want to talk about
0: um no other than the fact that the Pitch Perfect one was pitched as a teaser trailer and it was as long as a normal trailer that's the new (laughs) thing that's the only thing that I additionally I want to say
1: yeah Cool. All right. Well, we're going to get to the topic of the week. And we can because the battery's fine. Um, so, no topic this week the way we normally do. We're not going to do all this. We're not going to have a debate. Um, instead, we were, I was thinking, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about for our first episode? Just the two of us. And I was, because we did Guardians. We did that by ourselves. But that wasn't a real episode. That was more just a review.
0: Yeah. It was a mini-sode.
1: Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, we should, like, do something. Because it's like that first time as a couple. Like, we celebrate 10 years together this year Yep. I was like what was our 10
0: long painful years oh what's that that's the second time I made this <laughs> joke today
1: and I was like we should um, celebrate our first episode as just a couple the way we celebrated our first date and watch a Spider-Man movie
0: Because mm. the, the Spider-Man movie we saw
1: the new Spider-Man movie is out next week which we will review next week I imagine yep. can't wait it looks great and I was like we should watch a Spider-Man movie just like we did on our first date so we should watch the movie we watched on our first date. Isn't Spider-Man 1? Yep. Not Spider-Man 2? Nope. Not Amazing Spider-Man? Nope. Spider-Man 3? Yep. Now this is a movie I have... I wouldn't go so far as to say defended vehemently for the last
0: Defended 10, slightly.
1: But I've always stuck up for it. And yeah. I do have an emotional attachment to it because I was our first date. The same way I have an emotional attachment to Batman and Robin. Like, I know it's not a good movie, but it was my first Batman movie. So I'm yeah. always kind of like, oh, like, you know, it's but like it's... It's cheesy in camp, but, like, it works. And, like, it totally works. as like, an extension of the 60s Batman show. Yeah. So, Spider-Man 3, I've always kind of stuck up for a little I'm like, hey, come on. Like, it's not that bad. <laughs> um, and as we were closer and closer to the time to watch it, I was, like, I started to a, a bit of a sinking feel. I was, like, oh, I don't know. Like, I remembered there was some dancing in it. <laughs> um. Some. And I remembered how bad the CGI in the second movie held up. Like... The last time I watched Spider-Man 2 like you see that scene with Doc Ock on the train in just like a cartoon square and I was like oh this might be a tough watch and then when I saw the running time was like over two hours I was like this is going to be hard and I didn't tell you any of these things <laughs> because you agreed to watch it so I was like I'm just going to leave it like that and we'll go in so we watched it and
0: we finished it
1: we finished it <laughs> I mean I guess what are your initial thoughts on the movie 10 years gone.
0: It's so long. It's really long.
1: It's so long.
0: Like, that's the thing. Like, it's two... What did you say? Just over two hours? I think
1: it's like two and fifteen or something.
0: It feels so much longer. It felt as long as Braveheart.
1: It, it is long. There's some pacing. And there's some very unnecessary scenes. Yes. Like, like when he's talking to Aunt yes. May about proposing, it goes for like 10 minutes. And all she's doing is making tea. Or like, the fucking...
0: The biscuit scene on the phone, where he's like on the phone with the guy, and he's like, "Make me some more biscuits." Yeah. Or oh, uh, like, oh my God, he's Spider Man. Okay, he's not the Flash. The Flash has the 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 ability to take time with things if there's an emergency going on, mm. like take time to talk to finish a conversation with someone, because he can run really fast and be there in like three seconds. Spider-Man can't do that. And Mm. so there'll be things where he's like, you know, Mary Jane is about to die. And he's like, oh, I need to slowly pull out my suitcase and slowly (laughs) open it and look at my Spider-Man suit and gently caress the fabric and then put it on and then go and swing halfway across New York City to save her.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, By that
0: time, she's already fucking dead.
1: I'll, I'll say this, I'll start with the positives, because one thing that surprised me <coughs> is that there are a lot of things in this movie that still work. Yes. First of all, the CG, for the most part...
0: Isn't is, that bad?
1: It's pretty good. The Sandman stuff, except for the, the third act, where he gets a little bit cartoony, the Sandman stuff's really good. Like, for ten years ago, I expected yeah. I expected it to be awful, and the Sandman like animation is really good. It looks... Pretty realistic. I think
0: the CGI is good. Mm. I think the green screen is not good. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I would also say that Venom like first of all, Venom's in it way more than I thought. Like I when um I saw it like I saw it ten years ago and I haven't really watched it that much, so I might have seen like once or twice since then. I thought the only time we saw him kind of with the Venom mask is when um Eddie Grace. Eddie Brock gets mm. taken out of the suit and he like you know when he gets all big and hulking. Yeah. I thought was the only time we seen with that Venom mask a lot yeah
0: I love it I think it's great I thought it was
1: really well done mm. it's a little bit cartoon I love
0: how his teeth like Eddie's actual teeth start like to change well, yeah.
1: um, I also think the symbiote which is what Venom is made of mm. looks great as well yeah like it's, it
0: moves really cool it's forward. animated
1: very well it's mm. always like little clawed hands like yeah. trying to grab onto things and like when it's pouring and stuff it's like it. it it's really good
0: yeah
1: um, the Spider-Man suit I love I've always I've loved all the Spider-Man suits I've never seen a Spider-Man suit on film where I've been like yeah, that's not very good. Except yeah. for like the old, old, like seventies ones and stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. um, But the official suits that they wear in the in the movies I've always liked. And the black, the symbiote suit looks great. I don't like the black spider yeah. suit. Like they even like kind of made it look more muscly and stuff and yeah, like that's more right. hulky and stuff. Loved it. Like it looks really good. Anytime he's in the suit. I think the film works. Yeah. I was like, whenever he's Spider-Man, the movie does a pretty good job of being entertaining.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's basically whenever he's not in the suit that it gets rough. Yeah. Like, I know it's like... Picky, like I mean, I know it's kind of cruel, but Kirsten Dunst isn't good. Like, mm-hmm. she, I think she's doing her best, and she has... But
0: Peter P- But, like, Tobey Maguire isn't good either. No, he's not good like, either. the scene where she's, like, speaking to him, she comes to her, his her, his room, and she's like, you know... You, everybody needs help like just before that conversation mm. and he's just staring at him he's just smiling mm. like he has resting nice face
1: I think he does have resting nice face do you know what I mean? I, I find yeah I f- also we have to remember that he was 32 in this movie and Peter Parker so had
0: 32 years of acting skills well no he
1: has been acting since a baby I know um, but also like I think Peter Parker at that point is meant to be like maybe 22 tops so, like yeah he looks too old for the suit at that point yeah um Also, I think yeah, Kirsten Dunst. I already mentioned like it's also tough because I think she's fine, and I think most of like a lot of her performance stuff is okay, and she reacts the way I would expect like a woman that's ready to react. Mm. And maybe it's the kind of unrealistic unrealistic expectations, but Mary Jane is like the mega babe of the of the Marvel universe,
0: and Kirsten Dunst is not. (laughs) She's
1: she's I mean she's fine, but it's also like. We were talking a few weeks ago when we reviewed Wonder Woman. Like it could have been no other actress but Gal Gadot. Yeah. Like if it was any other actress, you might be like, mm, "It's not that hot." Like, yeah. and I know that shouldn't be important, and it's not just about women's looks. And we did a huge discussion about it last time. Yeah. But if you are playing a character who's built up that way, it's like even in, um, in Riverdale,
0: they just like just in general, they yeah. could have picked a better actress. A just ba- in general, yeah. Like all the scenes where she has to sing.
1: Yeah. all the scenes which well, is meant to be a bad like, singer like she's meant to be not great yeah um, in this version I think in the comics she's actually meant to be pretty good at everything like mm-hmm. she's yeah she's the best of the best um I think Bryce Dallas Howard does her best but again she seems too old for Gwen Stacy yeah,
0: way too old
1: like in 2026 so I'm like she's in her 30s yeah so like,
0: um,
1: and again she does a fine job but once we've seen Emma Stone who I think is a very good Gwen yeah. Stacy and I think just her their chemistry is a lot better. Like her and Andrew Garfield, their chemistry yeah. is better than any of the love interests. Well,
0: because they were actually in love as well.
1: I guess that as well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um JK Simmons is great. J. Jones Jameson is great. Oh cool. yeah, he's always and
0: great.
1: that like I got um, some like some actions.
0: Yeah, I liked um Elizabeth Banks in that She, she was, was good as well. She was good.
1: And there was some some real laughs in the movie as well. Like I was like, we were laughing at some of the stupid stuff, but there were some jokes around. like the pill bit where like Every time we are going to oh, take yeah, a pill, like the, yeah. the buzzer went off. Um, like, that was legitimately pretty funny, I thought. Um, who else is in there? Sandman. Um,
0: yeah.
1: He's fine. Like, Yeah. Like, I mean, it's Thomas Hayden Church. He's a great actor. Um, he just has, you know... He's, I think he's kind of acting in... He's played too good an actor for the movie he's in. Yeah. Um, Topher Grace is okay. Mm. He's playing very cartoony. Like, he's kind of playing this,
0: Yeah.
1: He's kind of playing... He's
0: playing a caricature.
1: Yeah, he's playing it like it's a, a comic book movie from the 90s. Like, you have to remember, this movie came out one year before Iron Man. And Iron Man, cha- and, and Dark Knight. Like, two of wow. the Wow. Like, two of the, be- probably two of the, arguably, the best comic book films ever made. Like, yeah,
0: it's super campy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's crazy how camp it is. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in it. Um, I know we don't have to list performances, but I'm just trying to think. Um, that might be the main ones. Oh, uh, James Franco's in it as well, of yeah, course, Yeah, obviously, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, again, he's I think.
0: Okay. I think he's doing
1: the best with what he's got, but unfortunately, like the story, is flimsy. Like, I feel like Spider Man. Uh, I feel like Peter Parker's like got.
0: No, I don't think the story is flimsy, because the story is essentially like he's being taken over by this parasite, and mm. it's just and like this and society is like you know, uh, oh my God, like Spider-Man's turning evil. Mm. Like if you put that lens on it, mm. you go, wow, that's a really interesting story. It's the way it was delivered. It's the way I it's directed, right. the way that it's executed. I mean, that freaking shot where he like swings and lands in front of the American flag. Uh, that
1: was amazing. Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> like that is a specific choice made by the director, and I can't tell if it's a joke,
1: I think or it it's is. Serious, I think it's serious, really or what
0: sort of thing, yeah. But it's like, the whole movie is, is tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, because the first And two, so it creates a different, it creates a different vibe.
1: Because the first two are still very good, and even though some of the effects might hold up, and they probably are <coughs> a little bit camp, especially compared to some of these new superhero films, but those first two I still think are pretty good, like, still have some, some merit... It's just there's some weird stuff, like the dialogue is is not great. And again, mm. look, it's Sam Raimi, and Sam Raimi's done some brilliant movies. Like, he's a really good director. Um, and
0: freaking Peter Parker does not need to adjust his fringe in order to be evil. Yeah, Wear yeah. eyeliner in order to be evil.
1: Yeah, the dancing sequence stuff. And look, there's one thing... And that-
0: notice how his hair... Uh, whenever he's evil, he's darker. Yeah. And whenever he's not evil, it magically turns lighter No, whenever again. he's wearing the
1: symbiote suit. So I'll buy that. Like, I don't... It's not great, but I'll buy that. The, like, the symbiote suit just changed him slightly. Hmm. Um, and there's... There's this one thing that I... I completely forgotten about. Because I knew that he danced. I knew that he danced a lot. And there's that yeah. bit where he's dancing down the street. And he's, like, doing the finger guns at oh women God. and stuff. But it's the thing is... Before
0: you even go on, sorry... Mm. The thing is, is that what what makes that scene cringy is that you can tell that it's it's not Peter Parker doing it; it's Tobey Maguire mm. trying to act that bit and failing at it because he does it so, nah, nah, like so, it's so stiff and so like I'm trying to be cool.
1: I do well. I mean, look, Peter Parker isn't meant to be cool. So I can see... No,
0: but with the symbiotic suit, he's supposed to be, like,
1: suave well, well, and Well, the women are reacting as though he's <coughs> a fool. Um, but you do raise an interesting point. I wonder, like, if Andrew Garfield had done that. Whether yes. Because he carries himself a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And that was the only problem I had with him as Spider-Man. I'm like, this guy's way too cool to be Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Um, but as I was going to say, it's like something that never dawned on me before. Like, because when he's doing all that dancing, it's to, you know, this real jazzy score that we can hear as an audience, but the people in the world don't hear that, so he's dancing to nothing. Yeah. Which is crazy.
0: Which is probably also why they're looking at him like he's crazy. Yeah.
1: I mean, the Venom takes... Venom takes, like... The symbiote takes, like, an hour to appear in the film once it's introduced from the meteorite. Like, there's that little Mm. meteorite at the start. And then I was like, when is the symbiote going to show up again? Like, it takes, like, an hour for him to get the black suit. Um,
0: Like, I really feel that the whole Sandman storyline... Doesn't... It, like, if you think about it, there's three villains. There are. Sort of thing. Like, like that Sandman thing just probably doesn't need to be in it.
1: You're, I think you're right, but I also think it's one of the better balances of villains. Cause That's lo- true. Because a lot of people find that like, when you bring too many villains in, the storylines tend to get balanced. I feel like Eddie Brock's story, from start to finish, made sense. He was the new kid on. It was the new like hotshot photographer. He wanted Peter Parker's job just because he's kind of smug and stuff. Yeah. Um, he got it, and then he lost it, and then he won revenge. His motives yeah. were always clear, and it made sense when the symbiote like wanted to attach to him because he was full of like rage and and wrath and stuff. That made sense. I thought the Sandman story made was very clear as well. It's like um, he's robbing banks because he wants to like pay to have his sick daughter get better or whatever, um, and then the whole subplot with Peter's uncle I think was a little bit force and yeah. i, I always thought it was a bit of a cheat like oh we'll like tie it all up in this it's like yeah. you don't have to like we already bought it like you didn't have yeah. to but i guess they wanted a bit, someone that peter could go evil on like he could go dark and be more kind of relentless with them and not have him killed them for real i think yeah. that's why they brought it in so that again makes sense to me even though it's a little bit clustered and then the green goblin thing i also it also kind of makes sense to me i'm like all right like I don't think his plan was very good. His plan was like, I'm going to make Mary Jane break up with you and then I'm going to tell you that we're dating even though we're not. Yeah. Um,
0: and like you said, like, like, out of those three villain storylines, mm. the Green Goblin one could be the one that's taken out really easily because the freaking butler knew... That, Harry, that Harry's yeah. dad got stabbed with his own sword. And so it could have just told him that. Like two movies like ago. Like two movies ago. Even
1: one movie ago. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So <coughs> the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, hey, that wasn't that bad. But it, it's tough. Like, mm. there are some really great ideas in this film. I think it's... Un- it's just
0: really cringy. It's just a really cringy film.
1: I think... It pro- I think... This is my 10 year reflection on the film. I don't think it's a terrible movie I think it's a real product of its time Uh in the pre kind of superhero renaissance like before superhero movies got really good and I don't think it's as terrible as people say it is I think it's tough to watch because there's some cringy dialogue and there's some scenes that don't need to be in there like if you're evil and edgy and badass you're not dancing on the street like that, that was poorly done, you could have seen him like What I would have done is have him be, like, taking down muggers and, like, going too far. Like, beating them up too much or whatever. Like, getting bloody hands or something. Not dancing. Um, Oh, my God. Not dancing. Oh, my God. And the Mary Jane stuff, I see what... I could see, um, again, what they're trying to do. But once again, like... I think you could have done it slightly differently. Like, you could have... you could, Like, you could have made him Tony Stark and have him walk into that club with hundreds... Like, a bunch of girls mm-hmm. in his arms and, like, kind of yep. floating around and being kind of, like, you know, nibbling on, on their ears or whatever. Like, you know, it's kind of... Yeah. You could have done that. I don't think you had to have him dance again. Like, there's so much <laughs> dancing. <laughs> there's, so there's so much dancing. dancing in this. There, there was, was so a Spider-Man creepy. musical. I don't think there's as much dancing in that yeah. as that well as in this. Like, that's... I mean, maybe they spent so much money on the CGI for Sandman. They're like, "Look, we don't have enough fake blood. Just have him dance again." Yeah. Like maybe that's what it was. I think. But
0: that costs money because he has to learn the choreography.
1: Um. Hey, twelve years of tap and jazz is fine. Yeah. Um, I think like some of the like that's probably like I think that's one of the biggest areas for people is the dancing. I think if you replace the dancing down the street with him, just kind of wailing on muggers too much, or like maybe like hurting, like maybe you know. He... Jobbing
0: them from tall buildings mm. or, or he
1: arrives on the scene of a crime where the cops are and he actually injures a cop and it's misunderstood. Yeah. Like, there are ways around it. I think yeah. there are ways to fix that and same with the, you know, if he wants to like embarrass Mary Jane and make her feel bad, even though it's not her fault. Like, and if he was... Mother, yeah, like he, he would, could have
0: like turned on the cops and been like, you know, I'm doing a job for you and, yeah. and all this kind of
1: stuff. Um, there are definitely ways around I think that makes it a better movie. There are some things you can't change. Like... Some of the dialogues rough, and like it's just a product of its time. And I feel like, some- no, you know, I'm not going to criticize. I was going to say some of the CGI. Now, the CGI, I think, is very good for its time. And still, again, I think Venom looks great for the most yeah, part. Yeah, Venom like, looks
0: really good. Uh,
1: the claws looked a bit weird, I thought. But aside no, from, no, I thought the claws looked good. But the actual like symbiote and like the suit, like, I think the Venom stuff looks. Great. I think Sandman looks amazing, considering it's that old. Even that final battle where it does get a little bit kind of clunky and cartoony mm. there's that bit where Green Goblin uses the fire on the sand and it becomes glass yeah. and he shatters it like, that looked cool yeah Um, it's a really good I, I met the commentary in the film like at one point he's there's like a church in the back and I was like oh it would have been so good if like the you just saw like Daredevil sitting on top of the church because mm. like, he's always like leaning on churches and stuff yeah um, but even
0: like the transition between that though, that bit was really rough because mm-hmm. like Peter Parker's standing on the on the sidewalk, mm. and it pans up to the church, which obviously, obviously shot in real life.
1: And then, the, the and little then little it does
0: screen. this slow, like fade into when he's standing in front of one that's in front of a green screen that's clearly in a in a yeah. studio sort of thing like that. And like the the, the church like peak doesn't even line up properly. Yeah, you know, like a... you could have done like this really cool shot. So
1: it's a yeah. bit rough. But I also think like there is I watched not. I don't think it was last year but the year before I rewatched the original Fantastic Four movie for the first time in years and it wasn't great like it's very cartoony and very silly but I'm I mean I guess it was different studios but I'm surprised we never got to see them in the same I'm surprised it took until Marvel had their own series to do a crossover movie because mm. those Fantastic Four films are very similar like thematically and the way they're produced to where the Spider-Man ones are not the X-Men so much the X-Men were always a little bit darker and a little bit more serious but yeah. you could have easily crossed those two movies over, and they would have worked. Like, they would have been probably a lot more fun than what this was, unfortunately. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't...
0: It was... Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. There are
1: <laughs> elements that were fun, but, like, it's just... It's all the Peter stuff. That's the stuff that people, I think, complained about with Amazing Spider-Man 2 a lot, which I haven't... Wa- I, to be fair, I haven't watched since we in cinemas, but I actually really enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man 2. I thought, for the most part, it was pretty good. Like... I didn't think Jamie Foxx was great as Electro, but I loved... um,
0: Wait. Amazing Spider-Man 2. With
1: Andrew Garfield.
0: Oh, that's the one where Jamie Foxx is Electro. Yeah. I thought it was Spider-Man 2 that Jamie Foxx was Electro. No, Spider-Man
1: 2 is um, with Alfred Molina as Doc Ock.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the one where spoilers Gwen Stacy does. Yeah,
0: I kept thinking of that bit like oh that bit just every single time because it's literally just that's what it is it's they're like she's really pop, dead and guys and that's it and um, that's it and, she's, and it's like all in one scene it's all in one shot and it just goes boom dead mm. and you're like holy shit like
1: yeah so brutal mm. Um yeah a lot of people didn't like that movie because of all the Peter stuff because he was very kind of whingy and like his you know the relationship was falling apart they didn't like that in that movie I haven't watched it since I was in cinemas but I remember mm-hmm. liking quite a bit I think we both liked it quite a bit
0: yeah I think I just didn't like the Jamie Foxx electro yeah, stuff because he looked really weird
1: I think it was just a poor choice like mm-hmm. of casting but um, in this unfortunately every time he's out of the suit the plot slows right down and they start focusing mm-hmm. on things they don't need to focus on Like there are very long conversations very long scenes where you're like why are Harry and MJ cooking an omelette like, why is this a scene? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I understand, like, that they're trying to, like, show that they're bonding and, like, Peter's neglecting her, but I think there's better ways to do it. Like, if you're going to make me watch for two hours and 15 minutes, I don't want to see, you know, stuff that could end up on the cutting room floor. I don't want to see Aunt May taking 20 minutes to make a cup of tea. <laughs>
0: which well, she didn't even let steep, and so she just poured boiling water into the mugs.
1: That was the biggest problem in the film, I found. Yes! She did let it <laughs> steep. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know any kind of final thoughts on Spider Man Three. I mean, we can talk for longer if you want, but I feel like you might have said everything there yeah. is to say. Really, like,
0: um, look, I I don't remember a lot of it because I think on our first date I was focusing more on us being on a first date sort of thing. Um, I did, yeah. I I still stand by all the CGI. The CGI is great. The green screen stuff is not good. Mm. Uh, the story is a bit convoluted and definitely needs cutting down mm. it is far too long for what it is, yeah, but at the same time like I mean like I can I can appreciate what they're trying to do with it and I you think it's... they're just trying to make it fun light-hearted kids
1: yeah sort of I'll say with that and I think it is very redeemable. I think if I had to change a few things like yeah. Uh, they're just so <laughs> obsessed with dancing like yes
0: oh my god there, there's so right. much dancing
1: in the film and again like maybe Tom Maguire was like hey i'm I want... so
0: sick of toby mcguire's face yeah, after... yeah. It, it is in a lot of the film like i know he's the main character but almost every shot is his face mm-hmm.
1: yeah and maybe it's just cause and you he... He
0: just can't emote
1: and maybe it's that maybe it's because like his expressions are always very weird like because I had no problem seeing Andrew Garfield on the screen, and maybe it's because he's, he's a pretty boy, and I'm like, oh, yeah. he's on the eyes. But even, like, Tom Holland, who we just saw in Civil War, like, he's certainly not, like, an ugly chub or anything, but he no. is, he's not, like, a pretty boy. Like, he's no. kind of a normal kid or whatever, and yeah. I didn't mind seeing him on my mask. I'm looking forward to seeing a whole film with this guy in life. Mm. Um, yeah. So we didn't really need to review this, because it's more of like a look back. Um... I don't think it's a terrible. Me- I don't think it's terrible the way people kind of remember it. I think it's got a lot of problems, but I think there's a lot of cool stuff in it, a lot more cool stuff than people gave it credit for. I think, yeah, the effects are great. Like yeah. the the like again, Sandman and Venom, I think look awesome, especially for the time. Um, and That's th- what we
0: always have to tag on, especially for the time.
1: Oh, I mean, especially I I think it, look,
0: Ven- Venom looks great now.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think Sandman does as well, except for that last that fight. If those two characters were put into a movie now, I'd be like, yeah, I buy it. I don't yeah. think it looks bad. I don't think it looks bad for the time. For I think it has survived. Like mm. I mean, It st- stood the test of time because of the effects. And, the sp- you know, Spider-Man swinging through the the city is always going to make me happy. Like, seeing that suit just flying through is always like a cool thing. So um, I really like that. And seeing him... I also really like when he saved Gwen Stacy. I was like, that's cool. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see mm. my suit... My heroes fly in at the nick of time and save someone like
0: this. And, oh my god. So, Gwen Stacy is hanging from the building, about to die, mm. right? And Topher Grace, oh, her yeah. boyfriend, like, Spider Man saves her, lands her in front of Topher Grace, is like, hey, you're right?
1: I think that is. Meant...
0: Oh my god. I,
1: look, the women don't get treated very well in this film. Um, and I, oh. But I also think it's meant to kind of, like, lean to the fact that he's kind of more. Self-centred. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But, oh, that made me so angry. And it just made me so angry how, like, Mary Jane is hanging from the freaking spider web mm. and, and, you know, um, Frank... What's his name?
1: James Franco. James
0: Franco and Tammy McGuire are having their bros, bros, m- like, um, met- motivational speech yeah. time. And I'm like, oh... I'm sorry, the girl you love has been hanging up there for 45 minutes.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not not terrible. Like, definitely not terrible. Like, <coughs> it, it, there were some tough moments. But any anytime he was in the suit, the film was working. I was like, this, yeah. is, this is working a lot. Anytime a villain was on screen, it like, in their suit, like, the way they meant to look as a villain, I thought it worked. I was like, yeah, cool. I like seeing this. It's just all the human drama in yes. between This just not done well it's like a
0: bad soap opera
1: unlike yeah and that's what I think most of the Marvel films and even the DC films they've done, they've done really well is that the human drama feels more realistic it'll be interesting to see some of those movies in 10 years time and see if they hold up that being said we watched Iron Man last year and it's still great yeah. so um, I think most of them will probably hold up um, but next time when we talk we're going to talk about a new Spider-Man movie yes Spider-Man Homecoming which I can't wait for I'm a little bit concerned because apparently there's a lot of villains in it but even in that film we just watched the villains actually were kind of given pretty even screen time maybe Venom the least but I didn't feel like I missed out like he actually was in a way more than I remembered so mm-hmm. um do you have any closing thoughts even just for the show anything you want to talk about before we go um
0: not that I can think of. Mm. Uh, I think that's pretty much it.
1: I guess I would say that I'm sorry this was our first date movie. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you stayed with me after that. Yeah. Um But yeah, I've probably taken you to worst film since this. <laughs> We've definitely watched worse films since we this. We definitely
0: have watched worse films than this. Um So how many um pumpkin bombs are you gonna give it?
1: We don't need to review it. Like, I don't think we need to. Oh, okay. We can if you want. I don't know. It's just... Mm. Um, I I'll give it... A very generous six.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to give it to.
1: Because I don't think... I think it's... I don't think it's a bad movie I think it's got a lot of problems but I think there's enough redeeming stuff in it I feel like I've been talking about how redeeming this was <laughs> yeah. last like, you're like
0: I promise I swear
1: yeah well, I don't I think it's just if it wasn't so long especially I think it'd be a yeah. much easier watch
0: absolutely
1: um, but yeah I, I think six is fair um, I probably I probably after we watched it I would've been like yeah that was a nine film back then mm. um, I definitely can't give it a nine now
0: you've grown and developed over time James yeah the um, tastes of change
1: but I still enjoyed a lot of it I even though like I enjoyed making fun of it as well like, I, think I don't if,
0: know when, I, I'm pretty sure when we walked out of the cinema you weren't too impressed with the movie no I think I did
1: I think really? I did yeah. I
0: think you were like oh yeah it was okay I think you were being nice because we were on our first date
1: I don't think so I remember liking it quite a bit when I first oh, okay. came out because yeah. I, I didn't know it was a bad movie until later when I talked to people they are like yeah that sucked I'm like really I remember liking that a lot oh okay um, I was eighteen at the time. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, cool. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's. Oh, before we go, uh, you can follow us on our social medias uh, on Twitter, Instagram, everything. I'm James Seven.
0: Yep, I am Tina's Hair Beauty and Tina's Hair and Beauty on Instagram.
1: Uh on you, sh- you should follow Nick on Instagram as well. He's Owenovsky, Owen, and then Ofsky, Ovsky, O V S K Y. He's got some awesome America photos coming up right yeah, now. He so he does. Wanna see some cool pics of him? Traveling those United New York States. New York City. Yeah, I that think was
0: really bad. It was all right. I oh. think he'll be
1: on the move soon. Actually, I think he'll be on his way out of New York. I
0: thought For a second, you were going to say, "I think he'll be on the moon." <laughs> <laughs> the moon soon. With
1: the I um, yeah, I think he'll be on the move soon because he's going to a few places. Yes, he is. Um, so next week it'll just be you and me again. I think we will have some guests soon, though. We're going to try and, work <coughs> and get some guests. I'll probably get a uh, might get my friend Eddie in to come talk about best battles in movies. Cause yeah. He loves a good battle. I mean if we can nail them down we'll get Matt maybe Matt and Loz. Um, we have to wrangle them from a pretty far distance. But if they'll come down, we'll do them with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Past the Remote. Tina, say good night. Good night everybody. I'm James Chalmers. See you next week.